October is here with all its spooky fun, and that's something to celebrate. Welcome to Something to Celebrate. I'm Amy Wiley, owner of Suburban Soiree. Join me as we celebrate, decorate, organize, host, and make life fun. Hello and welcome to the Celebrate October episode. This is episode number 36. And at the start of each month, I've been doing these episodes where we go through what we can celebrate and little fun things to do for that month. And this episode actually brings us full circle and completes one year of these types of episodes. So we've been through the whole calendar year in each month. I started the podcast in mid-October last year. I'm going to talk about that first episode a little bit later, but here we are, one year of celebrating at the beginning of each month. So I want you to tell me, I know I can't hear you right now if you talk to me now, but if you want to send me a DM or an email or a message anyway, I would love to know, should I keep doing these episodes at the beginning of each month or should we do something else? My concern is, of course, that they would be repetitive, but months do change year to year with different things coming up. And also, it's I really like these episodes. It's really great to have them. So I'm pondering it. I'd love to know what you think. Something new I did try for this month is that I put up a question box on Instagram and asked all of you what you're celebrating this month. If you have anything meaningful or special or a happy occasion to look forward to. And I got so many great responses. And this is something I will keep doing at the beginning of each month for sure, because it was just so positive and encouraging and happy to hear what people are looking forward to in October. So I'll take you through the responses. We had a lot of birthdays, either people saying they were having their own personal birthday or maybe a child or a spouse. They had a special birthday in their life. A lot of anniversaries, all kinds of links of wedding anniversaries, all types of um, links of marriages is what I meant to say. You know, just that is such a happy occasion to mark a wedding anniversary, whether it's one year or 50 years. We also have a bakery opening. How exciting is that? We have an author launching a new book. And of course, lots of people are just excited to celebrate all the fall fun and Halloween and all of those things unique to October. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'll start by taking you through the little quirky, fun national days that we have this month in October. And if you ever take the time to look these up, I mean, there are bazillions of them. There's all kinds of weird, quirky, fun. Some are festive, some are strange days that you can mark throughout the month. So I've picked out the ones that I think are the most fun and that spoke to me. So this is certainly not the complete list, but this is the list of ones that I think we should recognize. So we don't want to live in the past. We only want to look ahead. But I have to mention that yesterday, October 4th, was National Taco Day. So Sad that we missed that one because I will take a taco any time. So maybe next year, or you know what? If you just want to keep the party going, you can have a taco any day this month that you like. But today is October 5th, if you're listening to the episode when it comes out. And you've got two options for today. One is get funky day. I don't know. Do with that what you will. 
The other one is do something nice day. Obviously, that's the one that jumped out to me. Uh, what a great idea to just do something nice. Now, I give this reminder for all kinds of occasions and I find all kinds of reasons to say we should just put something nice into the world, do something for someone else. Well, here's another one. There is no limit on good deeds or acts of kindness. So do something nice today, whether it's big or small or medium. And I'd love to hear what you do. Now, the rest of the days on the calendar revolve around food. And I've mentioned that I love these for many reasons. First of all, it can get you out of a rut of what to have for dinner. You can make something unique. It gives you an excuse to shake things up or it gives you an excuse to have a treat, and I'm all for that. So coming up on October 11th, it is National Sausage Pizza Day. I love sausage pizza. Pizza is the easiest dinner. Everyone loves pizza, pretty much everyone. Everyone in my household loves it, so that is a win. National Sausage Pizza Day. October 14th is National Dessert Day, so I think the, you know, the patriotic duty is clear. We need to have some kind of dessert. That would be a really fun day to make a Halloween-themed dessert. I mean, you can find so many cute ideas that are pretty simple and enjoy National Dessert Day. I love this next one, and I will be putting it on my calendar. It's on October 20th. That's Chicken and Waffles Day. Chicken and waffles is one of those things that always sounds so good. Maybe you get it at a restaurant if you're being crazy and you're like, I'm going to have the chicken and waffles. It's not something we have very often, but certainly something we appreciate, something I have never made at home. But listen, think about how thrilled your family would be if you bust out with chicken and waffles for dinner or for brunch or for lunch or whatever you want to make it for. Chicken and waffles, really easy actually, and a great meal because you get a waffle, you get the protein from the chicken, it's delicious, everyone wins. Chicken and waffles day on the 20th. You're going to follow that up right afterwards on the 21st with pumpkin cheesecake day. I have a pumpkin cheesecake in my freezer right now. I saw this day, I'm saving it for that day. You know, you can't have pumpkin cheesecake. Well, okay, you could have it anytime you want if you really apply yourself. But that's one of those things that you don't have except for this time of year usually. So have a piece of pumpkin cheesecake. You could make one. You could buy one. You could order some from Cheesecake Factory. I'm sure they have a pumpkin cheesecake. But give yourself a little treat. And if your kids have never tried it, that would be the day. Okay, somewhere in here we're going to have to fit in a few workouts, and that is okay because coming up on the 23rd, this one, I love this idea, it's Boston Cream Pie Day. Now, this isn't necessarily a very October or fall kind of thing to me, but I love Boston Cream Pie. That is my kind of dessert. Again, that's something I never have. I rarely, when do you have Boston Cream Pie? Maybe you have it often. I'm jealous. I never have it. So I think I'll try to make one on that day because I can and it's National Boston Cream Pie Day. On the 26th, it is National Pumpkin Day. So it would be really fun to make a meal with lots of pumpkin ingredients. I've got some pumpkin ravioli from Trader Joe's. You could do roasted pumpkin seeds. You could do pasta that's shaped like pumpkins. You know, just work in some of those pumpkin elements either for your appetizer, main course, or dessert, or all of the above. You could also do a non-food route with this. You can decorate your pumpkins or carve pumpkins on that day. You could give pumpkins to a friend. You could do a trip to the pumpkin patch if you haven't already. 
but we love pumpkins. We love to decorate with them. We love to eat pumpkin flavored things. At least I do. And that is coming up on October 26th. Not to be outdone, October 28th is National Chocolate Day. Fun fact, I eat two little pieces of chocolate every single night before I go to bed. It's like my treat for the day. I have one of the Trader Joe's dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Keep those in the fridge. They are great. And I have a sea salt caramel. I just love chocolate. I don't like too much chocolate, but a really good piece of chocolate is such a treat. So National Chocolate Day, you've got to celebrate. It is your American duty, right? And as we start to end the month, on October 30th, it is National Candy Corn Day. I really enjoy candy corn. I know it can be polarizing. I know you either love it or hate it. And I get that because it is kind of a weird candy and it is a very unique taste. I enjoy it. I also think the colors are so fun. It is so classically Halloween to have candy corn. So if it's something you enjoy, you should have some candy corn on National Candy Corn Day. I would caution you that you should go ahead and pick up a bag now because I'm guessing by October 30th, it could be a little bit harder to find. Now let's take a break. And when I come back, we will talk a little bit about celebrating Halloween. Are you getting my email newsletter? The Friday Fet is a party in your inbox each Friday morning. Start the weekend off with an idea for movie night, news about the latest podcast episode, and new products from Suburban Soiree. The Friday Fet is the best way to stay in the know with all the fun and get coupon codes and exclusive information. To join, head to the link in the show notes to join the party. Halloween is, of course, the big celebration in the month of October. I don't know about you, but anymore, I celebrate it all month long. There's no more waiting until the 31st, pretty much all of October I'm in a Halloween state of mind. And as I've told you, I prefer cute, not creepy Halloween. I like it to be whimsical and fun and about kids and candy and smiling jack-o'-lanterns, not about creepy like horror movie stuff at all. But I think the fun side of it is truly fun. I want to get you thinking today about who you could bless and celebrate in a Halloween type of way, maybe with just a simple treat of some Halloween candy, a little Halloween gift. I was gifted some Halloween tea towels and a spatula and like a pumpkin spice candle over the weekend. Those things are so fun. So I want you to get your wheels turning about who you could give a little Halloween treat to. Maybe it's a homemade baked good, whatever you're into. Think about teachers. Uh, of course, teachers deserve everything. You can treat your friends certainly your neighbors. I know booing your neighbors has become so popular and that is so much fun. Of course, it's a great time to do some little treats for your kids. And also don't forget your spouse. If you are married, get them a little Halloween treat. We focus on the kids with this stuff so much. It's fun to treat your spouse as well. And if my spouse is listening as he's editing this podcast, I would welcome all the Halloween treats. Just kidding. Okay, you can also treat your mailman and don't forget the FedEx or UPS delivery people. FedEx and UPS people visit my home really often, let's say like almost every day. So one day you could leave them a little Halloween treat or you could do a basket on the porch as we often do during the Christmas holidays and just celebrate them as they're going about their day. As I mentioned, it's fun to make the whole month of October a Halloween celebration. And so I'm going to toss out a few ideas for you. Um, of course, cute food 
is one of my favorite ways. There are so many cute snacks you could either make or buy. I'm a big fan of gummy eyeballs on just about anything. And I love to decorate my house inside and out. My kids have Halloween sheets on their bed right now. I'm about to pull out all the decorations. We like to do a little bit on the front porch as well. Decorating is such a fun way to make your home cozy and festive for Halloween. And of course, another great way to mark the Halloween season is with some great family-friendly Halloween movie nights. I'm going to do a whole episode on Halloween movie nights a little bit later in the month, but if you go on SuburbanSoiree.com, you can search for those and find lots of ideas for good movies that aren't scary for kids at Halloween time. As I mentioned, my first episode was mid-October last year, and that episode was actually called Six Halloween Tricks. Those gummy eyeballs are in there, among other things. But if you want to hear those tricks, if you're newer to the podcast and didn't hear the first episode, um, it's probably going to sound a little funny. I don't know. I haven't gone back and listened to it. I'm a little scared to do that. But I'm going to link it up if you want to hear those Halloween ideas in the meantime from that first episode. Throughout the month, I will be bringing you more ways to celebrate as well. Let's take another break and then I'll share three things I'm loving this week. The Sassy Napkin Society is now open to new members. It's a party in a box delivered to your door each month. Each box includes two exclusive napkin designs and some fun bonuses to fit the theme. Be ready to host, celebrate, and gift. You get 40 napkins plus bonus items like straws, sprinkles, confetti, or appetizer picks. Shipping is free and you can cancel anytime. Head to sassynapkinsociety.com to join the party. Now for the three things I'm loving this week. I have fun coming up with these for you each episode, and it seems like you like to check them out as well. I always love hearing if you get these for yourself, so let me know. But we're going to start with a pair of Halloween pajamas. And you're like, oh, for the kids? No, no, for me. I bought myself some cute Halloween pajamas, and let me tell you the real selling point on these is that they are so super soft. I know the softness technology of clothing has really come a long way and we have a lot of super soft things, but these really like took me aback with the softness, okay? And then I had them setting out when I had brought them home and my husband was like, um, these pajamas are so soft. He noticed it too, just when they were sitting out. So I've linked them up for you. There's several patterns. I got the one that's gray with some little ghosts. It's a shirt and pants set. Again, so cozy and soft and feels so good. They are a more fitted look, so you could size up if you want to go crazy with the coziness. You definitely could do that, uh, but I think you'd really like them if you want some great pajamas to treat yourself, and I really think they're only about $15, so you can't beat that. The next thing I'm loving this week is that we had a party for my daughter's first middle school dance. I talked about that on the last episode. And listen, you take two eras I do not want to return to, that being middle school and the 80s. The 80s is not really my favorite, but if you give me a party theme, I will go crazy with it. And I ended up having a lot of fun with the 80s theme. Of course, it's not really authentic 80s. It's more like 
neon um, kind of as we like to think of the 80s now, it's a lot cuter than probably the actual 80s were. I hope that makes sense. Uh, but I rounded up all the party stuff that I bought. I did not spend a lot of money, but it came out really cute. I think so. Uh, so I rounded up everything for you so that if you want to do an 80s birthday party for yourself or for one of your kids, or if you have an 80s themed dance or something come up in your life, this would be a good resource for you because I just had some cute stuff. I went with kind of the jam box, uh, cassette tapes, neon colors theme, and it was a lot of fun. Definitely out of the normal for me, and it turned out pretty cute. The last thing I'm loving this week was part of that party as well, and that is my newfound skills of creating balloon garlands. Now, I know a lot of you do this. Some of you uh, may not and may not realize how easy it is. This is something that I've wanted to learn how to do because I knew I was capable of it, but it was a matter of sitting down and taking the time to learn. And my good friend, Krista, Krista really is a great friend. We talk just about every day from K to Z Design. She has an online balloon course. So I bought her course and learned how to make my first balloon garland and I was just so proud of myself and it was a great way to really make a big statement on my front porch and we used it to take pictures for the party. It made a great photo backdrop and now I'm excited that I can make balloon garlands in the future and she has several methods and different ideas that she teaches and now you could like Google around or look on YouTube and try to figure this out. But let me tell you, Krista has it down. She has done the research. She has perfected her methods. And by buying her $20 course, you are supporting a small woman-owned business. And you're going to get everything you need. You can watch it as many times as you like. And it's just a really great deal to be able to add this to your repertoire for hosting. That is all for today. I really hope your October is off to a spooktacular start and that you keep celebrating. Thank you so much for listening. I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast and I truly appreciate your five-star reviews.